Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with a guest host from the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast, Kenny Rotter himself. How are you doing, Ken? I am, I'm living life, man. I'm super excited to talk with you. We haven't been on a podcast together in, I don't know, a month, month and a half. Yeah, I'm super thrilled. Uh, and that's the thing. None of the other ABTS co-hosts could make it. And then Ken was just like, totally came through, like totally clutch. So super happy to have you on board. Yeah, dude, it is, it is a Friday night here in Los Angeles. I have, I have poured myself a very high ABV craft beer. Nice. And, um, as soon as we're done here, a friend of mine is coming over and we are ordering takeout and watching the third season of the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. So. Excellent. Oh, cool. I, I'm not familiar with that series, so. Oh, dude, it's Netflix. It's, it's totally in the vein of like Arrested Development and 30 Rock. Nice. Okay, sweet. I'll have to check this out. It's actually stars Ellie Kemper, who was Aaron on The Office. Okay. And I want to, and I want to say Kimmy Schmidt was developed by Tina Fey or she's a producer or something like that. So it's, it's very Tina Fey. Oh man. Well, one thing that you did recently on your podcast was like, watch all the alien movies and it's something I need to do myself. I know like you were like, well, the thing is I've seen the first one like in bits and pieces. I never like went out of my way to sit down and watch that movie. But the most, the cool thing is like a month or so ago, I was out and there was like some deal on the Alien Anthology and I bought it for, on Blu-ray. So I have Alien, Aliens, Alien 3 and Resurrection. So, and then I guess I, I saw Prometheus when it came out and I thought that movie was excellent, but I don't know. Well, Uh, what were your, what was your thought on the series going into it fresh? Well, when you really look at it, a majority of the movies are bad. I, and I don't doubt that. In fact, I remember seeing, what, AVP, Alien vs. Predator, in theaters. And probably was the second one, and I just remember falling asleep. And, I mean, it's an action movie, so I I don't know. Maybe that I was just tired that day, too. <laughs> See, like, you have Alien and Aliens, which are, like, pinnacle, amazing, phenomenal movies on almost every level. And then you have Alien 3, which falls short, and then you have Resurrection, which falls way short, although Resurrection is still enjoyable, it's just not good. So it's like a downward slope when you watch the series, it starts at the top with the best movie first, that's a bummer. Yeah, well, and, and like, I didn't really, I, I didn't love Prometheus, I think I like Prometheus more now that I've seen Covenant. Okay. Yeah, I would actually put, <laughs> Alien vs. Predator 2 was absolutely horrible but i actually <laughs> again it's not a good movie but avp alien vs predator was actually it's probably in my top four i think my four favorite alien franchise movies would be in no particular order alien aliens covenant and then alien vs predator yeah okay that makes sense to me do you think it's necessary to see all of them, or there's a couple you can skip? Uh, you can skip the Alien vs. Predators, and you could probably skip three. Good to know. Although, three... Three... Kind of... <laughs> <laughs> three is interesting. Um, spoiler alert, Ripley dies. And that's why it's oh. called, and that's why the fourth one is Alien Resurrection. Trust me, it's not integral to the movie. Okay. Um, yeah, watch the four and then try to forget that Joss Whedon worked on Alien Resurrection. Okay. <laughs> that's fantastic. Well, I had to I know he this, has this tangent because I don't know. I love the, and yeah, if you're not familiar, you should check out Kenny's podcast where they talk about that stuff in like in depth. Um, but. Let's also talk about video games, because that's the primary focus of this podcast, even though we get off topic. Um, What have you been playing? Have you been playing many games these days? Well, we are in the middle. By the time this airs, it'll be over, but we are in the middle of Overwatch Free Weekend. Ooh, nice. So, some friends have been trying to talk me into downloading it and playing a few rounds this weekend. The problem is... The latest gen system I have is an Xbox 360 that doesn't connect to the internet. Oh no. So I would have to, 
play on my laptop. And my laptop is, I don't know, three or four years old. And I don't have a gaming mouse. Yeah, and it is somewhat demanding for like a, a, I don't know. I'm not sure. I never played it on PC, but I did play one free weekend on PS4 way while back. So there's, there's that is in my, is in that possibly could be happening. But the other, I'm, the other games I'm playing is really, I went back to Pokemon Sun. Ooh, nice. And so, like, the last time I was on, I left for vacation and I purposely didn't take my, my, I call it a Game Boy, but it's my 3DS. I purposely left it at home, and then I just never picked the game back up. Yeah. So recently I was like, ah, you know, I'll play, I'll play a little, I'll play a little. So I've been getting back into Pokemon Sun, and then I got Mario Kart 7. Uh, so I've been Mario Karting and Pokemoning. Very good. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I actually... Just last weekend was uh, visiting uh, my girlfriend's family, and she she has a Wii there, and we got back into Super Mario Galaxy 2, and wow, I, I just miss playing like those games. And it was funny, as I loaded up my save file, in that game you collect all the stars uh, for the certain worlds, and there's like a bunch of stages per world. And then after you beat the game, it's like, oh, every single star that you ever got, there's like another star called the Prankster Comet. So you have to like basically play the entire game all over again to get all the, the Prankster ones to get like 100% on the game. And there's like, I don't even know, like five or six like Prankster Comets left for us before we're like, we've beat the game twice essentially like to get like 100% through. So, and I remember we did 100% the first Mario Galaxy. So those games are so fun. It's just like, gathering the stars it's not that hard and you just gotta sometimes it is like super challenging but you can always do it like especially there's like this way you can earn and really rack up a bunch of lives by like going down this one pipe on like the main like mario planet and then in there you can um spend star bits or coins to uh spin dice and like the sides of the dice sometimes have like uh one life three lives or five lives and that or sometimes it's like a single star bit and it's a waste of money but like i don't know and you can <laughs> just kind of do all sorts of uh dice rolling to g- build up a, a lot of lives to go do the challenging ones um but yeah so that was fun another thing I'm, I'm still going ham on this like mobile game uh tap my katamari it is so fun it's just like a lot of tapping though so like my fingers get legitimately tired i'm like fuck i didn't expect this <laughs> <laughs> but um it, it's cool i i still highly recommend that um real quick i gotta I, I gotta say i gotta jump in here and and like super mario galaxy and galaxy 2 are phenomenal i did galaxy i 100 percented it galaxy 2 i am one i'm the last prankster comet away oh we're i'm catching up to you <laughs> and i dude i haven't touched the game in a year yes and it's like the the prankster comet is like it's supposed to be the hardest one in the game because it's like the last level and you're supposed to be able to beat it without taking any damage. Oh no, Mike! Wait till my girlfriend hears this because yeah, we're we're getting there. <laughs> no, it's it's like I tried to do it for like two weeks and couldn't, and I was like, f this. Maybe it's yeah. about time I went back into it. I don't know. I but the thing about the galaxy games, they're so amazing because they Nintendo created. A 2D side-scroller in a 3D world. Yeah, in a limitless, like, imagination of, like, how they, like, blended the game mechanics and, like, interaction with the actual, your surroundings and the world. It's just, ah, super, like, I don't know, clever is the word when I think of those games. And, like, I love the gravity they use. It's just, it's fun as hell. Oh, yeah, it was, it's absolutely brilliant. Um, I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little cautious about mario universe for the switch yeah and god damn it if it's if they don't like have my their my balls are in their grasp and they're clenching because it's like you're gonna buy a switch if you want to play this game and i do (laughs) no i like i am not a breath of the wild guy but i am totally a mario kart guy and i'm totally like almost any mario game guy so Part of me really wants to get a Switch just so I can play Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and then uh, Hell yeah. and Mario Universe. Totally. I'm with you there. And it, most people think of their Switch as their Zelda machine. And I'm I'm just like, as soon as Odyssey comes out, I'm most likely getting one. And it's like, oh, god damn it. 
Yeah. And it's, it, it, it sucks because it's actually probably a good thing because I've realized that I play my, my 3DS a th- like a thousand times more than I fired up my Wii or my 360. Yeah. Oh, it's out of convenience. Yeah. And so I'm pretty sure I would play the Switch as a, as a handheld way more than I would play it as a docked system. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what most people say with that, because I think there'd be, like, a huge percentage of people that agree, myself included. I think I'd just, like, never dock it up. I'd just be, like, playing it in bed, on the couch, everywhere I'm going. Like, <laughs> I don't need the super big screen if it's, like, right in front of me, but at least I have the option. No, absolutely. Um, What else geeky have you done, man? Oh, that's another thing. I, I just, right before we started the call, I was, like, starting up Final Fantasy fifteen. And they have all sorts of updates and stuff going on. Uh, I finally have access to episode Gladiolus, so I'm going to play that. Um, I'm on New Game Plus. I just finally started that. And it's just funny seeing like the opening scene all over again because it's been so long since I've witnessed that. And it's just absolutely ridiculous. And then another cool thing I noticed they were doing is like, oh, there's an under the special section of the main menu. It's like, oh, fill out a survey and let us know what you want to see in future updates. So like, it's so cool how they're like, getting the fan feedback and giving the fans what they want essentially so that's cool and then the only other real game i've been like playing way too much of and it's actually like i have an addiction and need to like confess but like rocket league i mean i i bring it up many times on this podcast but i just can't stop playing like an entire night will just like fly by and i'll be like fuck all i did was play rocket league (laughs) and it's like you just get sucked in and it's like unbelievable but and I've been getting more involved in like the trading scene there. Like I have all sorts of like really cool trails and wheels and like I don't know. It's really a lot of fun and it's cool decking out your car. And I have a bunch of different presets. My girlfriend has a few too because she loves playing. So it's just a really fun game that you can sink a lot of time into. And especially if you're like decent, it makes you want to keep going. But then like you'll have a bad match and be like, I can't end on that. And it's like that's the thing. Especially if I'm streaming that, it's always terrible because I'm like. I hope no one was watching that match because that was awful. <laughs> uh, but no, sometimes I have some like epic saves and like really cool goals. So I don't know. It's, That's awesome. It's a blast. Yeah, I highly recommend that game to everyone to this day. I've just recently seen footage, like gameplay footage from that, because yes. they will show gameplay footage on. I'm a huge wrestling fan, so yeah. Rocket League and WWE have partnered up, and so I'm like, oh, this game actually looks really fun. Oh my god, it's like the best like game, and it's like one of those games you think to yourself, like, oh, is that even going to be fun? And as soon as you're playing it, you're like, I could play this for a very long time, and it's just, it's so great. I don't know. Lots of cool teamwork. The concept, like, think, they make millions and millions of dollars like hand over fist in money like because of all like you can buy different cars you can get like different like skins and all these like oh yeah the crate system like basically every time you win a certain amount of matches like it'll like give you like a rare crate but you can only open the crate with keys and you have to like buy keys and it's like a dollar per key so like people are like just throwing money at them like every single day and it's just crazy like the system they have going and the fan base it's just like this beautiful thing and then yeah at one point, it would mention, like, oh, we're live with esports if I was playing on a weekend or something, and you could go watch the pros, like, face off against each other, and there's, like, people, like, tuning into Twitch, like, thousands of people watching, like, this, like, Rocket League tournament that, like, the winner walks away with, like, X amount of dollars, like, 10000 or more or something. Like, it's amazing what it evolved into as, like, just the idea of cars playing soccer. <laughs> yeah, that's... Well, and I just, I just Googled... I didn't Google. I uh, went to the App Store and I searched Rocket League and because mobile game because I was like, oh, maybe it's on mobile and it's not. Um, yeah. But there is like Rocket Ball, Turbo League, <laughs> Super Rocket Ball, uh, oh, Drive Ahead, a- Rocket Soccer League, like so many clones. Oh my god, that's perfect, like, fodder for uh, Game or No Game, which I do have in store for you later, so you're gonna have to see if you know if I'm trying to trick you with some fake games or not. Dude, I, you know, I gotta say, there's some times where I do better than Basta or Brendan, Yeah, <laughs> but, but most, like, I am not, like, of the, of the regular hosts, I probably, and probably all your guest hosts, I probably game the least. 
Oh no. <laughs> so it's like it's gonna be a good time, but yeah. I'm gonna do my best. Oh, I have faith in you, dude. I think you'll be able to see through the bullshit on a lot of these, but there are some tricky ones because, oh, God, it's kind of upsetting. The ones that are real, I encourage our listeners to look into. But another nerdy thing I've been doing is um continuing to listen to podcasts and stuff. And one of my favorite podcasts has come to an end, and it's just, like so sad, but like we all saw it coming. Because um, the guys from Kind of Funny had a podcast called uh, P.S. I Love You XOXO, and it was uh, Colin and greg and basically colin ended up leaving kind of funny so then greg was just like we're gonna end ps i love you xoxo and for the final episode he got like the founder of um i or oh i'm gonna get this wrong but it was basically a guy who was heavily involved in the rocket league development i think he was one of the the guys who like came up with the idea and he also like did something as at IGN, I believe, but regardless, they, they got together and did like a final concluding episode. I've yet to listen to it because it's kind of one of those scenarios where it's like, it's like the last episode of a TV show you never want to end. So it's like, you just don't watch it. Like, yeah, but, once you, oh, once you watch it, you have no more. Yeah. And that's, I really, this was one of my favorite podcasts there ever was. It was like, and it was very PlayStation biased, which I am. So like, I don't know if that's uh-huh. maybe, and I love the personalities from all the other stuff they did, but like, it was great to hear them specifically focus on like the PlayStation scene and everything like, and the updates it'd give me like, it kept me in the loop and I really, now it's like one that's just fading off my RSS feed. So it's just a shame to see them go and will you will be missed. P.S. I love you. XO XO. Um, and then what was the other thing? Uh, podcast related. I got to think here for a second. Uh, I think I wrote this down. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, it's not even a podcast. It was, um, a YouTube series. Did you ever hear or see, uh, the show car boys? No. <laughs> okay. This is basically Nick Robinson and Griffin McElroy from Polygon have their own little YouTube series where they play this game Beam MG and it's a car game like a simulator game where you just like drive a car and can smash it in all sorts of ways and like have all sorts of control over the environment. And they had their final episode. I bring that up too, because Carboys is a trip. Like it's a complete like comedy gold of them like glitching out this ridiculous like game. Um you can get it on Steam too, I believe. Uh, but yeah, their final episode was absolutely absurd. We'll put a link in the show notes because it was just like one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Like they have like some really like funny, timely, uh, Elton John music going and shit. Like it's just absolutely ridiculous. I don't want to ruin anything. I want you to, I want our listeners to go check it out and like enjoy it. But like long story short, like it is the trippiest like glitch I've seen in any game I've ever witnessed. Like, and I've, I personally, when I play games, I love to purposely try to glitch out the game and be like, let's see how much I can break it and like screw things up. Like that's what they're kind of trying to do here. And they accomplish like what every person who's trying to do that could ever dream. Like there's like, it's like absolutely mind boggling. So, and I'm not even hype over hyping this. Like that's, and that's why they, they even themselves were like, we had to end it on that one because there's no topping this. So it was unbelievable. So we'll yeah have a link for that. Um, that's awesome. So yeah, that's basically all the games and like nerdy stuff that I can think of. We can probably jump into one of these games. Would you be interested in trying your hand at a quick what's that sound before we do game or no game? Yeah, but I want to hold on first, man. I want to tell you about all the amazing nerdy stuff I've done. Oh, my mistake. Um, and you Please. were talking... No, 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 no. It's all good, bro. Um, you were talking about YouTube series. So um, we were talking beforehand. It's been a little bit of a rough week for me. Uh, and by a little bit, I mean a hella lot of a rough week for uh, me. Oh, that's so, the worst. It is. But my friend, because it's Friday, knew I was having a rough week and just sent me a link. And when I clicked on the link, it was to... Rebecca Black's Friday, if anyone remembers that viral song. <laughs> oh, no, I do. <laughs> but the best part is after I listened to the song, which, yes, I was totally rocking out in my car, too, and turned it up, and I was like, yeah, it's Friday. So I owned that. Fuck, <laughs> um, yeah. She, like, a couple years ago, did an actual well-produced song called Saturday, Oh no. Are you, is this real? No, it's totally real. And the theme oh of the song is trying to forget all about Friday. Oh my god. Like, it is so meta. Yeah, right? Like, like, 
So much props to her. Like that like, is way, unbelievable. Way to like one of the lines is because you just want to forget Friday, and I'm like, oh, Rebecca Black, you're so funny now for good Dude, reasons. I just wonder if her music career is going to consist of like every other year when like as soon as she becomes irrelevant, she'll release another song. It's the next day of the week. It's like Sunday. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, that's some shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was okay. Aside from being probably one of the most racist videos I've ever seen. Oh no. God um, damn it. <laughs> no. It, it was so funny. Like, okay. It's a bunch of white people, like, partying. They're at the beach. They're having a great time. Bunch of white people, right? And yeah, of then course. the music video ends with a black guy busting into a house and getting arrested. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, because he's trying to, he's trying to do the rap part from Friday. You know, I, That's I don't even. That's a little uncalled for. <laughs> it, no, it was like, it wouldn't have been so bad had there been a more diverse cast of other people in the video. But oh, it was man. literally the only person of color was the guy getting arrested. And I was like, you had me until the end, Rebecca Black. You had me until the end. Maybe she's just trolling the internet on purpose at that point. I mean, she was th- with the first song, so. <laughs> right? Oh, man. Oh, gosh. Other than that, I just caught up on, I'm, I'm reading, I only read the Walking Dead comic books when they come out in the compendium editions. Okay. So it's like 48 issues at a time. So the next one comes out, I think, in like 2019. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So I so I only read them once every four years. <laughs> Damn. So, yeah, so I just finished Compendium Volume 3. And so, like, they defeated Negan and all that other good stuff. And, of course, they leave it on a cliffhanger that, wants, that makes me want to go pick up the individual issues. And I'm like, no, I can't. Because the Compendium is 48 issues, and it's like 30 bucks. Yeah, that makes perfect sense you're way better off with that i like that as a collector of like graphic novels and stuff or like yeah that things that come out in individual comics i like to get like the volumes because it's a easier to manage and also i don't know yeah you do save money too well it's like and it's like normally even if you get like even if you wait for the the trades those are still like only six issues for 20 bucks yeah like six issues for 15 bucks i'd rather have my 48 issues for 30 cuz totally cuz cheap cuz <laughs> cheap <laughs> um yeah i i've been getting my subscription series of um the uh, i always say it wrong amory wars a m o r y uh the coheed and cambria comics and yeah it's the good apollo ones they're coming out like every other month now and it's cool just getting them shipped to my door in fact the the one since i'm signed up for their subscription it comes with one regular version of the issue and then one version of the issue that's like got a specific uh art variant on the cover so it's just like really cool so i'm i'm pretty thrilled with those and one of them came with a signed print so i'm i'm definitely going to get that framed and i'm super hyped so awesome yeah dude some of my framed comic books are my favorite things in the world like oh totally i have i have a signed comic book um for anyone who doesn't know i'm a huge brony i think we discussed <laughs> this the last time i was on yeah um, I, I think that was brought up so i did press for a a my little pony convention in dallas and i met like tons of the voice talent from the show a lot of the comic artists a lot of the authors and they all signed this one comic book that i had brought and, like, that thing is just littered with signatures, and it's people who, like, A, they were super nice, and, like, they would all give me, like, 20 minutes, a half hour of their time just to sit down and record a podcast with me, you know? Yeah, um, totally. But that comic book is, like, one of my prized possessions just because, like, the people who signed it, like, I love their work. Yeah. It's like it's like the guy, the boxing fanatic who has a signed pair of Ollie boxing gloves, you know? Like, totally. So I feel you. I feel you on those comics, man. You should absolutely get them framed. Yeah, dude. Oh, that's so cool that you have uh, a tr- treasured item like that, too. So that's awesome. 
I hope our listeners do. Oh, so one of my one of my absolute treasured items is I have a bottle of Sam Adams Utopius. It is what? a it is a beer. It's a the the beer uh MSRP's for about $200. Whoa. For for one bottle of beer, for a yeah. for a wine bottle sized bottle of beer. But I bought it in 2013 and I saved it for my bachelor party. And so at my bachelor party, me and 10 of my 10 of my buds, 10 of my bros, um we we were sitting around, we were getting ready to go out. We cracked open this bottle, we poured everybody a, a glass of it and and when i say that it was 29%. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's some shit there. No, oh it god. was it was it was almost like a whiskey. Yes, that's what i'm thinking. I'm like what's the the defining line between liquor and beer at that point? That's insane. Yeah. So we we sit down, everyone's got a couple ounces of this of this beer. We're drinking it, we're telling stories, and after we were done, I had everybody who was there sign the bottle. Nice. Oh, that's a great idea. And that bottle currently sits on one of my bookshelves and is pr- like, I would have to say if, if, if I have a most prized possession, that's it. That's so cool, dude. That's so unique and like harnesses a memory, a specific memory. And it's just, I don't know. That's why it is treasured. That's so cool. It, it's funny. It makes me think of, I just today, like walking through the living room, saw what was on TV and it was the first Harry Potter movie. It was like <laughs> fucking Voldemort's face coming out of the back of the dude's head. I'm like, ah. Um, and anyway, I, it made me think, um, I never like did the online quiz to see like, what house are you from? So, and I'd found one and there's like, Google took me right to like this, like most popular one. And one of the questions was like, if your house is burning down, what do you like take first? It was like a prized possession, uh, like food or like your pet. I'm like, first of all, who's like food? Like be like, oh dude, that cheese sandwich. I can't live without it. (laughs) But then I guess, and then it's either like a prized possession, like say your bottle or like a living creature, your freaking pet. So like that's, it was, to me, it was an obvious choice. I went with pet, but I'm like, I'm thinking other people taking this quiz had to pick other things than that. Dude, I want to um, know the person who seriously picks picks food. food. <laughs> I just was shocked that it was a, a response or even an option, and I'm sure some people might just take the quiz to troll it. But I ended up being a Gryffindor, which made me pretty stoked because I'm like, I I do feel like that's what I'd be, even though I want to be Hufflepuff because I hear, hear that's where all the stoners are at. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, dude. That's oh, that's freaking brilliant. Um. I gotta say, since we were on the topic of alcohol, I am nerding out about this beer I'm drinking right now. Nice. What are you drinking? I am drinking, it is by Prairie Artisan Ales, which is a really amazing craft brewery in Oklahoma City. You wouldn't think Oklahoma has good brew, but they do. Nice. And it is a stout brewed with coconut and vanilla, and it is just delightful. Wow, that sounds great. I do love both of those ingredients, so I bet that would be delicious. And it's 13%, and I skipped lunch and haven't had dinner, so it is doing the job. Yeah, I yeah, on an empty stomach, yeah. Which, okay. On that. And you also you also brought up Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Did you, <laughs> did you know that in every other country, it's Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone? Not, the, not just the book, the movie. I was blown away. I, I knew that, but I didn't know. I learned something on your podcast, which was, uh, I, oh, what was your guest? I'm trying to recall. Laura oh Adkin. Gosh. Yes, that was definitely the episode. And you guys were talking about this and how they had to film scenes twice just to say that word, to switch the word philosopher and sorcerer. Why, why did they like put this veil over America and just be like, it's the sorcerer? Like, why couldn't it have been a philosopher? I'm wondering, that's such a confusing like controversy or like, Dude. uh, conspiracy. Oh, Brent, we're missing you. And that is one, <laughs> I know, right? You need to play his theme. <laughs> we'll do it out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> No, there's okay, and that came down to one guy at some point said this book won't sell if it's Philosopher's Stone. 
Oh, that's what it was? Oh my god, that's insane. No, because think about it. Back when the, back when Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stone was coming out, she was a nobody. Yeah. And so some, like, obviously, I don't know the history of Harry Potter internet. I'm sure you'll provide it, but (laughs) it's like, she probably released the book and they were going to release the book here and they were like, oh, no one's going to buy it if, if, if it's a Philosopher's Stone. So then, you pay someone to do a control F replace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I yeah. can see that. Oh, wow. And then, yeah, so then they go to the extremes of already selling the book, and that's what it is in America, and then all of a sudden they make the movie, and then they're just like, yeah, f- shoot the scene twice. Dude. That's just the most idiotic thing in the and, world to me. It, okay. it doesn't make sense. And how little, how little does that say that somebody was thinking of Americans? Somebody was like, oh, no, they're not going to understand that there was a different book in another country. Like, some some movie executive was like, we are not going to give any credit to the American people. And I just, I was personally offended. And I hope the rest of America is personally offended at that. I kind of am, because I almost wish it was just philosophers and they would have just stuck with it and rolled with it. And we're all on the same page. But it's not. Thanks. And it's funny that you said the same page because we're talking about a book. Yep. <laughs> Puns, people. Oh, man. But, yeah, I don't know. Harry Potter's pretty awesome. Now I am ready for some What's That Sound. All right. Well, then, let's take uh, a stab. We're going to play What's That Sound. Alright, so we're playing What's That Sound. Um, I'm, I don't think there's a theme or anything going here, so it's just a bunch of random video games. Hoping, actually, one of these I know for a fact you've played, but we'll see if we can determine these. So this first clip, I think, is a bunch of sounds back-to-back, so let's see what you think of sound number one. Oh, dude, I totally know this. Yeah. This is this is so Dr. Mario, it's not even funny. Yeah, it is. Oh, you nailed it in the first try. That's <laughs> excellent. Uh, that's the one that I knew you would know, so I'm glad just by, like, a simple sound you're... Uh, there's a couple in there, but yeah, that's awesome. Um, okay, moving right along, you're kicking ass. Uh, let's see what you make of sound number two. All right, here we go. Yeah, you you definitely got it. So first of all, you win. But uh, it was it's Miss Pac-Man specifically. And the funny thing is that like to me now looking back on like time and like sound effects and video games, like that is just straight up an assault on your ears. Like it was just like the most like nonstop like wah, 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 like just insane. Especially if you're playing it loudly, like I could just see someone just being like that could be used like in a torture chamber because that's just so insane but like it also has this nostalgic like oh i'm just ranking up points yo and like doing crazy shit but it's also just like holy crap i have a headache (laughs) yeah no for the first 10 seconds i was like oh my gosh i'm gonna have an aneurysm yeah that's what i mean it's so like insane and that's like nonstop the entire time you're playing miss pac-man specifically but uh good game uh there's also a third sound and it has like a bonus sound just in case you need it. But let's see if you can just get the hat trick here. Uh, sound number three now. Hat trick. I appreciate the hockey reference. Hell yeah. Okay. That, that's obviously one character and a couple of his sound effects like back to back. Okay. Cause I, is it? Am I now being racist because I totally think it's a Japanese game? Oh, no. You're definitely not wrong in assuming that. It's <laughs> fairly popular. Or it's extremely popular. What am I saying? Uh, do you know it, Katie? Yeah, I know. What is it? Ooh. It's Pikachu. Oh, super close. It's But that is one of the characters in the roster, so that'll be a okay. hint. Oh, well, and that's Pokemans. Well, it's Pokemons, uh, but I don't know. 
It's okay. So I'll just uh I'll just give it to you guys because you already won the game. But it's Super Smash Brothers Brawl, and that is Kirby and all of his like weird sound effects. Oh. oh okay. But yeah, you, that's how we play. What's that sound? Two out of three, I'm better than Brendan. <laughs> That's excellent. Um, killer job with uh, What's That Sound? Let's see how you make out with game or no game. play yeah totally um hey what's up katie hi let's introduce katie just real quick before we play so katie is one of my first friends when i moved here to la she is the host of she's one of the hosts of the tea time with katie and chelsea podcast uh connect with them on twitter at tea time with kc letter k letter c and download and enjoy their podcast it's amazing they talk about all nerdy things from a female perspective it's one of my favorites nice oh cool glad to have you and yeah it's awesome when we have surprise guests like this this isn't the first time so that's really cool when this kind of stuff happens and good luck because this is a game for uh since you've never played or probably heard our show it's basically is this game that I'm pitching to you a real game that exists? Like you could go buy it off a store shelf for like all like sorts of, uh, from all spanning all of gaming history. So it could be like a very old retro ass game, or is it something I just made up? So let's start with Shrek hassle at the castle game. I think it's a game, not game. It's a game. And the thing is, oh, I forget what system. I think it's Game Boy Advance. I could be wrong, but I was, I remember some of these I try to keep track of, but no, it's a total game. So what a great play on words and Shrek, you dog, you. He has a bunch of games. There's another one like Shrek Super Slam, and it's like, oh my God, how many Shrek Dude, games can we have? First of all, is there a Shrek donkey making waffles game? Because there should be. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> or first but, of all, why hasn't Universal Studios picked up on like selling donkey waffle mix i don't know that would be a genius move i would buy that in a heartbeat and i don't like waffles <laughs> i think a, a donkey shaped waffle maker like in a heartbeat oh. like his oh. face oh my god yeah that'd be excellent i would buy an eddie murphy shaped <laughs> <Yes>. waffle maker <laughs> i'd also purchase no. that by the All way, right, we I gotta just, kick start so, those. So, Doug, I just, I just need to put this on the podcast, on your podcast real quick. Sure. Um, you know how I said I was having a rough week? Yes. Katie is the friend that came over and is gonna drink with me and watch Kimmy Schmidt with me. Excellent. Oh, I'm so glad that you guys can have a good end to this week and just kick back and have fun. Hashtag friendship. Hell yeah. <laughs> Alright, dude. So, All right, what do you the think next of- game? Yeah, what do you think of Property Brothers VR? Ooh, Robert, those aren't those guys in a fight right now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna say no game. I'm gonna go no game too. It's a no game. That is totally bullshit. Oh, I'm glad you guys picked up on that, but that would be fucking hilarious. Um, and Let's also see. a very boring game. Yeah. <laughs> Property Brothers yeah. VR. What am I going to do? Watch somebody remodel a house? Yeah. Pick a brother and be the host of that TV show. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, do you think there's a game called 50 Cent Bulletproof? Yes. Yes. It is. is. Have a game uh, do you guys know this? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, have you played it? Because you guys were so certain. <laughs> no, I know he had a game called Blood and Sand. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Like, I know he has a video game, so it wouldn't surprise me. And by the way, he's been shot three times. He is not bulletproof. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Absolutely. Uh, that's false advertising. Um, Alright, what do you think of a game called Jet Ski Combat? Real quick, were we right? 
Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was absolutely a game. <laughs> I needed confirmation. Jet ski combat? Yeah. That could be because that actually sounds... If it's not a game, it should be a game. I'm going to say no game, though. I'm going to go with game. It's a no, and I want it to be one, too. That's I came up with that. It, it could be something special. <laughs> By the way, can I just say that I'm four for four? Oh, dude, yeah, keep track, because I never do with this game, because there's so many of them that I just pitch out, and I just get lost in dude, the goofs. Um, Since I've been listening to your podcast, Brendan has never gone four for four. Fuck Brendan. Oh, shots fired. You're going to have to... <laughs> no, I believe, I believe we call it Bullets Thrown. Oh, yes, Bullets Thrown. <laughs> Hashtag Bullets Thrown, people. No, keep that did, did alive. You, did you listen to that episode of my podcast? Yes, I loved that. That was so freaking Oh, my funny. God. I was... I was dying at that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, for some reason, my brain completely blanked, and I couldn't think of the word "shots fired." So I was like, bullets "I have bullets thrown." thrown. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was, I was dead. That was unbelievable. Um, okay. Speaking of unbelievable, do you think this is a real game? Attack of the Th- Movies 3D game. Game. It is indeed. And do you know anything about this game, or were you just guessing? I, okay, first, it, it, you know that feeling you get in your brain where you're like, I know this, but I don't know why I know this or how I know this? Like, I yeah. know I've heard of this before, but I have no freaking idea how or when. It could have been like th- when I was like three years old. That's me every day when I play Jeopardy, and I'm right? like, how did I get that? By the way, five for five, fuck Basta. Damn. Oh, God. Every He's going to... Well, I don't think anybody's better than those two at this game. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, okay, so it is definitely a game. It is uh one of the first... Or actually, the first 3D shooter designed for the Wii. So I had a little note on that. It, I'm not sure if it's any good, but it's interesting. It was actually 3D, so that's weird. Um, Let's see. What do you think of a game called Crime Crackers 2? Ooh, Katie's hardcore no. She didn't even look up from her phone. I will also say no. It's a definite game, and that that insinuates that there's an original Crime Crackers. I know, right? (laughs) Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. When you said it, my brain immediately went to, like, saltines. (laughs) Yeah. I'm hoping it's not like the other. But, like, Crime Crackers, like, if you crack the case, it actually makes sense. Oh, yeah. I I went to, like, the more upsetting conclusion. The saltines? You you went to this... You went to the logical, chewy, delicious cracker conclusion. Or, like, a, a racist term for a white person. <laughs> <laughs> or that. I mean, I, that also crossed my mind, but I was, like, already racist earlier, so I didn't yeah. want to go... I didn't want to go there again. Oh, I went there. I'm sorry. My bad. Uh, But that's what I mean. It's, like, these white guys cracking crimes. Or, no. Anyway, uh... <laughs> So, but that, they're both they're both games uh crime crackers and crime crackers to google it people that's what this game's all about uh what do you think of a game called trash it yeah i'll say that's a game no i would hope not but it is it was for pl- playstation one like what is going on with how do these games get made what is um, trash it I don't, I think I remember watching a quick little video on that, and it's like, you take control of a character with a giant hammer or a vacuum, and you just fuck shit up. <laughs> it's like, okay. That sounds um, so cathartic. Yeah, it could be pretty good. Uh, Is the soundtrack fun. just, uh, Limp Biscuits break stuff over and oh, over again? <laughs> that would be so dope. Oh my god, I would actually play that game then. By the way, um... Without actually saying that I enjoy Limp Biscuit, Break Stuff is constantly <laughs> on my gym mix. Oh, that is a hype song, no it, doubt. Yes. Oh my it is god. And, and a, a throwback. Song. Like, oh my god. Growing up, I was a huge Fred Durst fanboy, and it's terrible to admit that nowadays, but I'm, and I am no longer. Like, I've gotten into much better music since, but it's funny listening back to that and being like, yeah, that was part of my life. Dude. Oh man. Okay, so I'm a Yankees fan because my grandfather and dad and uncle were born and raised in New York, but I got a red Yankees hat because of Fred Durst. I am completely ashamed to put that into the world. (laughs) Oh, man. But it's okay. (laughs) Okay, what do you think of a game called Dungeon Simulator? 
That has to be a game. No way. It's a no. Oh, man. Oh, that yes, was, I got that, one right. Yes. You got one right. You're like <laughs> Good job, four Kate. for eight. I'm six for eight. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. I got a couple more for you guys. Let's see. Do you think there's a game called Lego Rock Band? Yes. yes. Yeah, why? God damn it. it because, is. first it's of all, the only thing cooler than Rock Band is if Lego people were doing it. Yep, pretty much. They know how to cash in on franchises, all right? Dude, um, dude take anything, make it with Lego people, and it's better. Yeah. I don't disagree like, with that. Like, imagine Trump the president as a Lego person. <laughs> oh, the little hair that you could pop off. Yeah. It's um not much better. But better. Probably. Uh, <laughs> what do you think of Chicken Riot? You've used this one before. No, I have not. Have I? I don't know. I, okay, it's weird because I remember hearing the, the phrase, the two words chicken and riot together somewhere. I'm gonna say it's a game. No. I, I'm sorry, but it is a game, and that's the worst thing about it, is it's a Wii game, and it just looks terrible. Just, I, I, I'm, I'm sure you'd find it in a GameStop for, like, in the dollar bin or something, because, like, nobody... How is that a game? Chicken Riot. It's real. I want to um, say, right. is it, like, is it, like, a spinoff of Chicken Run? Sort of. Like, that's kind of, like, the cover art. All I actually saw was, like, when I Googled it, the cover art, and it kind of gave me that vibe. So I wonder if it's related to that universe. It's possible. Um, And you know what? That brings our whole racist conversation full circle, because Mel Gibson was in Chicken Run. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Completely full circle. Um, By the way, eight for ten. Oh, we're... Okay, we're... We got... Let's do two more and try to make this, or actually three more, because I got some cool-ass ones. Um, All right. What do you think of Easter Bunny's Big Day? Yeah, that's totally a game. No. It is for PlayStation 1, and it looks awful. Like, I, I mean, it's definitely aimed for kids, but there was some guy, I forget who, uh, if you check out YouTube, uh, there's some dude just, like, tearing it apart as a review. It, it just looks terrible. So, yeah, Easter Bunny's Big Day, real game. Last two, Laser Disco Defenders. That's not a game. Yes? It is! And the thing is, it's like a PS Vita game, if I'm not mistaken, and it looks absolutely fantastic. I'm actually super hype about Laser Disco Defenders. Can't <laughs> hype that up enough. Go check that shit out, and I'm excited to play it someday. I don't know if I'll ever own a Vita, though, but maybe it'll come on like a PS4 port or something. Uh, so, And then the final game... I'm not sure what you guys are going to think of this, but what do you think of Big Bird's Hair Salon? Absolutely a game. Please don't let that be a game. It's a no, but that's how we play. Ah. Yes! Excellent. So that was very fun. Yo, thanks so much for joining me, Kenny and Katie, for the guest appearance. Very happy to have you guys both. And yeah, you kicked ass at uh, Game or No Game. That was pretty fun. Uh, yeah, it was. So let's do some plugging. I mean, we've already plugged your show, Katie, but like, is there anything else that like you want to take the time to just be like, hey, people check this out too? Uh, I don't know. Um, we talked about my show. Um, okay. I don't know. That's the most important one, right? <laughs> Yeah. She also blogs for Dumbbells and Dragons. I do. Oh, nice. Yeah. So check her out uh, on some Mondays. Sorry, you do Mondays? Um, but I am no, switching you're to, moving. I'm, switching, I'm moving to Thursdays to have a... Um, I'm going to be starting a movie blog. Yeah. She is doing a movie blog on DumbbellsandDragons.com. She will be every other uh, Thursday. Mm-hmm. So Excellent. It's very exciting. Cool, that was a perfect plug. Um, and speaking of dumbbells and dragons, what if what are you? Where can listeners find you, Kenny? Oh, I well, first 
Twitter at Dumbbells Dragon is probably the best way to get in touch with me. Also, Facebook uh, at Dumbbells Dragon. You can pretty much find us on any social media, but uh, Facebook and Twitter are my most most prominent, and then followed by Instagram, and then everything else kind of falls behind those three. I'm excited because Monday I will be recording a podcast with David Lewis. He was a star of the show Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency that aired on BBC America. So oh, I'm shit. super I'm super excited about that. He is he is um he was really creepy in the show. So I'm actually really <laughs> excited that I got to talk to him or that I'm going to get to talk to him. And other than that, everyone should watch the uh, Stanley Cup Finals coming up starting on Monday. Totally. Yeah, I bet that's going to be exciting. I'm a huge hockey fan, and so... Is your team in the in the final game? No, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and listeners, if you like our show, please give us a like or follow. Facebook and Twitter handles ABT Silence. Uh, try to Twitch stream every Tuesday and Thursday around 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time playing lots of Rocket League, all sorts of ukulele, and all sorts of random games. So come hang out and chat if you want, uh, twitch.tv slash abtsilence. And yeah, I thank you guys so much again for helping me out this week. Like, it was kind of tough that all my ho- my co-hosts were busy, and you guys came in, like, totally clutch and had a real fun time. So you guys are both welcome back at any point. And yeah, I encourage our listeners to check out both their podcasts. And if you're looking for other podcasts, we have a whole network. Go to almostbetter.net. There's Press Continue Podcast. We got uh, One Track Gamers, Erie Canal Theater, Almost Better Than Dragons, and I finally got the latest episode out. Sorry for everybody waiting. Things The the story arc after Aniston is just starting to begin, and it's getting absolutely insane. Mike has put us through some shit, so look forward to those episodes coming down the, the pipe. So we will be back next week. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. See you later, Kenny and Katie. Bye. Bye.